Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Bradley, and you're listening to Legends Only. <laughs> oh, wait, are you already doing? Oh, no, I was just... Oh. Sorry, I didn't know if you like uh, oh. started going. I started. This is a really professional production. All right, let's take two. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Bradley. And I'm T. Kyle. And you're listening... <laughs> I, that sounds so stupid. It does sound stupid. So why don't you uh, tell everybody? Oh, let everyone know what we've been we've been talking about for the past ten minutes. <laughs> that we don't have a theme song yet. We have no idea how to intro this podcast. Good morning. Good morning, America. We're excited to tell you that we don't have a theme song still. <laughs> no, we were just you know. Well, I want to do um, a Charlie's Angels intro. Oh, okay. So there's the man who's like, "Good morning, angels." Yeah. But what would our Charlie's Angels... Do you Angels... mean Charlie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to that man, whoever he Born. is. <laughs> you know, some things, I'm really not that stupid, I swear. No, the audience knows that. I, <laughs> they're all like <laughs> sitting in their cars and they're like, mm, yeah, Ooh, tea. <laughs> well, wow, whoever I'm the hell sweating. is talking to the Charlie's Angels. Sweating. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> I was distracted because I was thinking of what would our good morning be and who would we respond to? Like, would it be good morning legends? <laughs> Could that be it? Can we, can we do that? Yes, we can do okay. that. If that makes you happy. And I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll edit my voice to sound like it's oh through my a God. telecom. Wait a minute. It should be the Brinty Spree's voice responding to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll mix her in with ours. Oh, yes, it should. Okay. This is just... Here we go. Track one. Good morning, legends. Good morning, moo-moos. <laughs> At this point, you're just getting me to say shit that you can manipulate later. Mm, blackmail. True. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me angel. Don't call me angle. You know what we could do? We could pay for a jingle like Sophia Nygaard on YouTube. I like her. She's like an ex-BuzzFeed who does all these things. And she paid one of those jingle makers to do an intro for her uh, YouTube. And she did it as a joke. And then she just kept it for a while. It's um, really good. Well, I'll look on Fiverr. Yeah. it's. I think it was like Fiverr. Yeah. Yeah. People get like jingles and yeah. voiceovers. Right. So we can just have that person or like get someone like Sabi to do it. <laughs> She's available. Um, speaking of vegetables, uh, nope, I don't have a segue for that. <laughs> I was like, um, where are we going with this? I was going to say, aren't we supposed to say this week? This week. Oh, yeah. On... No, on this episode oh, of yeah. Legends Only. On this episode of Legends Only. Dula Peep told us 
don't start now. Kelly Clarkson is heading to Vegas. Brooke Hogan, queen of pop, vocalist, icon, WWE superstar, legend, singer, songstress, songwriter, is back with a new single. Charlie XCX is making a good case to join the Westboro Baptist Church. (laughs) Brad, that is a bad joke. (laughs) You homophobic bitch. Her fans, I mean, her fans. (laughs) Wow. Um... And also, um, the Charlie's Angels said, hey. Yeah, a lot of them. The newest version. Anyway, we'll get into that and all all the rest of these Yeah, all of those things. I don't know how that went. Yeah, that was a really smooth intro, I think. (laughs) Yeah, great. (laughs) Um, Yes, hello, everyone. I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. You sure are, aren't you? (laughs) And welcome back to another episode. What does that even mean? Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to this. To Second another episode, episode of Legends Only, a weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. only. That was wow, good. That's really good, actually. We needed a conductor. We we sure did. Yeah, I'm the will I am of this podcast. Uh, you are, actually. <laughs> how you've edited my vocals. Anyway, how was your Halloween? Halloween? Um, kind of nightmarish. Yeah, I got your text and I was like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> I made a poor choice. Well, actually, my friend Charlie did. Just one? Just, well, actually, last night, just one, surprisingly one. We decided to go to Julius, and that was in the middle of the costume parade, which I have never attended before. Did not realize that was going to be like a tiny pride nightmare. Yeah. So, could have told you that. Yeah. So, the taxi just let me off like a few blocks away, and I walked probably a half hour before I got to the bar, and then the bar was overcrowded. And then I left and couldn't find a taxi. So how was your Halloween? Well, I played video games and I did work. So <laughs> that feels like a slight drag uh, at me. No, I. I mean, I literally had. To, <laughs> I, I, I was productive. So I, no, I <laughs> like you. Literally had to work. Bitch. There was no getting out of that. Yeah. So I just did that. Great. And it was, you know, I looked at everyone's costumes on Instagram. Yes, there were many. Mm-hmm. As far as the celebrities go, I'm always like shocked by people's shock that these people whose entire lives revolve around like public opinion have put all this money into their costume. It's like, well, duh. Right, like that's the point. That's the point, Yolanda. But like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even think I was that impressed. I was. Okay. With um, Heidi Klum. So Heidi's obviously every year. I just feel like, so what she had this year was sort of like a cyborg alien. Yeah, it was like a mutant mutant thing. thing. I'm always impressed every year. I wouldn't say this year was especially gay rights of her. <laughs> oh, you didn't enjoy the tits. <laughs> I I'm but I'm always, you know, it is it's kind of like she hires a professional ma- like movie makeup team at this point every year. And Well, it's, you know, a costume. I well, yes, she doesn't go to Party City. But she was in makeup for 13 hours. Did you see it? Yeah, she did a live installation in front of a, a window. Amazon Prime not sponsored. Oh, it was literally sponsored. It was sponsored, but, but we she are sat not there yet. for 13 hours. She sat there and basically live streamed it. Like she did updates on her IG and stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool to do in front of everyone, especially knowing that your outfit's going to be like tits and an exposed stomach. Right. I'm like, I'm falling asleep at work after like three hours, let alone yeah. 13. And then she went out and partied. She did. Wow. And there were some some good looks I enjoyed. Um, I'm trying to think of them now, which none are coming to mind. 
but there were some. <laughs> Great. Love those looks. Love these shoes. I love this look. Love these shoes. Someone will get that. If you're listening to the Britney podcast, you will. I think the best moment of Halloween 2019 was a moment on the Wendy Williams show (laughs) that I've been laughing at nonstop for days. It is a moment when the camera panned to someone wearing a mask and Wendy was just like, "Uh, what was that? that? James. That's what you said. And you know what? What was that? Okay. James. I retweeted it on my Twitter. Well, duh. Like, oh, your else? Twitter. Yeah. We're, duh. When you retweet something, it's on your Twitter account. Um, so it's there. If you haven't seen it, I retweeted it. Go look. Go look. Go, it is go so see. funny. That was my favorite moment of Halloween. And now that I think about it, this is the second year that Wendy has made a spectacle from Halloween. Last year was a little darker, but you know what? But she's stronger than yesterday. And now she gave us a laugh. Yeah. And she's in a much better place. All eyes on her in the center of the ring. Just like a, well, actually like a ringleader, but like a circus. Yeah. Actually, she did good. I liked that. Yeah, I loved it. It was very fitting for her life right now. Yeah. Circus era incoming. 30 years of Wendy Williams coming soon. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. What else am I thinking about that people did? You know, I actually, I'm not mad at Kim Kardashian's Legally Blonde. Oh, no. I thought it was cute. It was. I don't like to. It was kind of reductive because Ariana just did Thank You Next. We're kind of in this period of like nostalgia. Yeah. Of that. I appreciated that her costume was like the video. Not just, yeah. like, she didn't just dress up as Elle Woods. She was like, I'm the video tape. Yeah, as somebody also pointed out, like, where were those men from? <laughs> she, like, literally hired those extras just to walk around her. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, there, there's... But again, it's like, yes, she lives her life for the spotlight. Of course she did that. Right? Imagine being <clears> rich. <throat> Can't relate. But you know what? I'm not mad at the Kylie Jenner, Marilyn look. What Marilyn look? Didn't, wasn't she... Madonna. She's and done then like, she was Ariel. She did like ten looks this year. Uh, she did Ariel. Then she did Madonna. Um, do rich people have nothing better to do? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different discussion. Might have been for V Magazine. Now that I think about it, but it was like still a Halloween look. She did like diamonds look, like uh, that Madonna also did. Wow. Yeah. You know what I say to all of that? It's a big waste of plastic. <laughs> Wait, that could be taken as shade. I meant Halloween decorations are you a big You mean waste. specifically the outfits? No, like specifically everything that is involved in making things for Halloween. It's all plastic. Makeup, right. the wings, the mouse ears, the stupid little things that you put in your yard. Congratulations on that Instagram. You this just is, killed the earth. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I feel the same way about people who put up plastic fucking Christmas trees. This is not a climate change podcast. <laughs> but don't get me started. Halloween decorations and plastic Christmas trees grind my gears like nobody's business well we know who's fun during the holidays (laughs) don't invite me to your party (laughs) bunch of christmas spirit in this one (laughs) all i want for christmas is you to recycle that goddamn it bitch (laughs) great can you think of any other costumes that you liked i'm cycling through them in my mind right now 
my friend Lauren was... <laughs> oh, famous noted celebrity Lauren. Leave her alone. <laughs> we, we have it in our notes. It says celebrity outfits. She is a celebrity in my mind. Okay. She did Kiki's um, I'm Sorry to This Man. Oh. I retweeted that as well. I saw that. Yeah. That was very good. Basically, just go to my Twitter account and follow me. Honestly, that's all you need to do is yeah. just follow T. Kyle. All the ones I liked, I shared on my Instagram and Twitter. There was also somebody did an amazing New York, Tiffany Pollard. <gasps> yes, queen. She's like walking out of the party and she perfectly reenacts. The hair, the oh. dress, it's all perfect. It's really good. Isn't it crazy how Tiffany Pollard is still so iconic mm-hmm. as a reality TV star? Like, no one's going to be talking about The Bachelor contestants in no, they 20 get years from now. Yeah, she really did that. She sure did. The gifts will live on forever. Well, you're kind of half welcome for that. Yeah, true. You did contribute a lot to realitytvgifts.com. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> well, you know, enough about Halloween because right, it's November. Right, it's over and you're done. Um, if you enjoyed our Halloween EP and you would like a Thanksgiving EP, that's a not a hypothetical question. What's the other word for that? When you ask a question that you already know the answer to. Rhetorical. Rhetorical. That was a rhetorical question because it's going to happen. So... <laughs> Get ready. Great. So that's coming soon. Around Thanksgiving. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. As Mariah oh, would say. We should discuss that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this week on Legends <laughs> Only. You know, we're just getting started. Yeah. We've just begun having our fun and figuring out our transitions and our intro and our theme song. Speaking of starting. <gasps> oh, Dua I see what you did there. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. Miss Dua Lipa, formerly known as Dua Peep, launched the comeback of, well, it's not really a comeback, but it's the first single from her new album, Don't Start Now. Topic established. <laughs> that was a great Smooth transition. transition. It actually really was. <sighs> I'll I feel try and, so much better now. I'll try and do the next one. Okay. We'll just try and, yeah. Well, why don't you tell everybody what you think of the song? I actually enjoy it. Oh, I good. wouldn't say I love it. Okay. But I like it. I find it enjoyable to listen to. It's a very upbeat, dancey moment. Can you shake your tits to it? Yes. And I love the bridge. Mm, but I think it's bridge. a lukewarm, well, maybe like just slightly above lukewarm mm-hmm. intro to this new era. Okay. And I enjoy it. Okay. Didn't like the video, but it's okay. Mm. I definitely, I liked the song when I first listened, then loved it after several listens. Uh, that bass in the headphones is really good. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, disco's always going to win me over. And I really like that it sounds a lot like a legend from the UK, Sophie Ellis Baxter. If you don't know her, you can just go ahead to Spotify and look at that. This is Sophie Ellis Baxter playlist or whatever they have. And you could just get a little greatest hits. Murder on the Dance Floor, for example. Ugh, there's there's too many. 20 years of Sophie coming soon, but um, sounds a lot like Sophie, but it's not like ripping her off. It's just like in the style of mm-hmm. that I appreciate. And frankly, I like that Miss Dula is a main girl at, in 2019 at this point, and her going disco might bully the other girls into going disco, which I'm all here for that. Yeah, I mean, Carly Rae was allegedly supposed to go <clears throat> disco with uh, the last Yeah, one. and she buried it in her backyard. It's called like <laughs> Disco Sweat, I believe she said. Oh. I think she even titled it. Wow. Yeah. Well, she's probably shaking right now. She is. She realizes what she didn't do that Dula <laughs> did. 
I mean, I'm happy about this, even if it's not the most obvious chorus or anything like that. I'm happy because this is going to put a little oomph in the girls. Yeah, I think. it's dance. Which not everybody has it's that lately. Fun, and that's what we all want on we this podcast. We just want to have fun. We're all going to have fun! And everybody is very much in a Xanaxy, downbeat, very depressing state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I also love. Which we need a little oomph, says the gay. All right, next. Well, you said you were feeling like you loved that song. So speaking of feeling love... <laughs> Sam Smith, and it's funny that you tweeted about this. I really thought, yeah, I was like, oh, like I'm going to bring this up, and Brad's going to be like so shocked, and I'm going to be like, wow, I have so much taste. Did you know? But <laughs> I, then I saw everyone tweeting about it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Under the radar artist, yeah. Sam Smith, <laughs> came through. Like, oh, sigh, I'm just another gay. <laughs> but uh, I thought it was funny because we were talking about Goldfrap last week, mm-hmm. Strict Machine, and she samples the Donna Summer song. In Strict Machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a yeah, full sample, right. but it's... Right. Okay. I don't know if it's an actual sample, though. Technically, it is not <laughs> a sample in terms of definition. In terms of words, it's not. No. In terms of legality, it is not. However, it is very similar to the track. I would say that it's inspired by... Most things are. It is considered one of the most influential records of the disco era. Well, I mean... And there you have it. So that would be... So yes. Like I I said what I said. You said what you said. (laughs) Sam Smith covering Donna Summer's classic, I Feel Love, Giorgio Moroder. There's the Britney connection. Mm -hmm. He would later go on to do Tom's Diner with her. I really actually at first like was hesitant to to listen to this cuz it's a classic and I'm not the biggest Sam Smith fan by any means. So I was like, Ugh. but then I saw Disclosure, one part of Disclosure produced it, which is a good sign and honestly I think they did it justice. I think it's really good. I think it sounds It's a very good, modernized fresh. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's trying to take it anywhere too crazy. And this is yet another, this is a second disco song of New Music Friday. So this is a great sign. I mean, it might be the direction that... Lord, I hope so. All the girls are going in. They better be. I mean, Giorgio Moroder with that Tom's Diner remix kind of did it too. So don't one wanna, could say Don't want to say that that's what launched the trend, it. But, but... Now we said it. Yeah. Great playlist there. Legends <laughs> only. Disco tits. <laughs> Disco Shake Your Tits. Yes. Could be the title of that EP. Well, I love anything I feel love. Of course, Madonna incorporated it into Confessions. A lot of the girls actually do something with I Feel Love. So anyway, I'm all in. You know, speaking of classics. Right. Uh, Brooke Hogan. Did you even know that this happened? Um, Not until I saw the note, actually. And you were like, what was your reaction when you saw the note? This must be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought maybe it was a re-release of a song from like 2010 because that is also how it sounds, but we'll get into that. That is T. I was going to say it sounds like a song from 10 years ago. Yeah, I was I feel like it distinctly bops like 2012, maybe. Yes. Um which is to say it goes off. Uh <laughs> But it has a certain like um unawareness of the current climate that's oh, really totally. <laughs> refreshing. Well, you know, she's just sonically changing the game. Yeah. Once again, this is, I think, between Dula Peep and Brooke Hogan, we're really shifting the sonic landscape. We are. (laughs) 
the taste just went from low to high. Yes. We've turned it on. <laughs> no, I like was listening to it and I don't know. I just love fun. Yeah. As far as bops. throwaway pop goes, as far as, you know, quote, low pop or outsider, you know, pop stars, I actually think it's pretty enjoyable. And, and uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. No. It's kind of island. It's no hey yo. Hey yo. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. But I do think it is not bad. I think it accidentally just dropped out of the sky when mm-hmm. it was meant to be released many, many years ago. <laughs> but it's... A femme fatale B-side. Yes. But you know what? We welcome it with open arms in this depressing time of we ours. We sure do. Anything goes. Stream redemption on iTunes. That's right. Most importantly, yes, if you are less familiar with the work of Brooke Hogan, you, you need to first and foremost get her story through her intro of redemption i think the fans are going to demand that we introduce them to that in a deep dive absolutely yes well see you next week See you next. Uh, <laughs> yeah. speaking of uh oh it's my turn to do a transition yeah um um speaking of well you can literally just tell me to sit back in my chair because i didn't listen to the song yet so right. i'm gonna see myself out <laughs> so kyle's gone i'm now a that I'm fan here- <laughs> The Candy Queen herself, the indestructible Amanda Lee, otherwise known as Mandy Moore, is back this year. This time she's got a second song from her upcoming album called I'd Rather Lose, and it is fantastic. It is kind of Fleetwood Mackie, and uh, as she described it, California-esque, a California record. Lana Del Rey is shaking. She's setting the mood for what this album's going to be at this point with these first two singles. The oh, first going to be a whole album? Oh, yeah. <gasps> okay. Now am I in? It's, uh, yes, this is like a campaign that's happening. Because, you know, sometimes the girls, they come out do with a, a single one-off. and they're like, oh, I want to be a pop star again. Mm-hmm. And they disappear and it doesn't happen. So I think she's got a very clear vision with this music. I'd Rather Lose is wonderful. And it's really got a good message about how she doesn't want to play the game. Got lost in the game. Uh, that I really like. She put out a quote that was unexpectedly deep and hit me when she released the song. <laughs> did you make it a caption on one of your gym selfies? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> she said, and I quote, we live in a cultural moment of win at all costs, and that may afford small victories in the short term, but this song tries to explore the idea of trying to live according to your moral compass, whatever that might be. It's easy to run out of patience and give in to temptation on any given day, but it seems like the only way of achieving this kind of long-term peace of mind we're all looking for requires a recommitment to the concept of honesty and integrity that ground us on a macro level that's what this song aims to hit on. Abandoning the game you never subscribed to in the first place. Wow. So she did that. I think of that uh, video of Wendy Williams where she's like, she's got a point. She's got a point. <laughs> she's a legend. She's an icon. She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend. And she is the moment. Now, come on now. Wow. Yes. Well, I can't wait to listen to it. <laughs> I, gosh, I feel it's, exposed. Yes, you're very exposed. She has a song before this called When I Wasn't Watching, and that was the one that kicked off this campaign. I enjoy that one. And, you know, it's all sort of like in this like Fleetwoody, Jaime vibe, California vibe. I just think it's going to be a really good start to finish album, kind of like Leighton Meester's Heartstrings. That album is also amazing for a actress turned singer. And now I'll stop talking because I'm the only one who's talking about yeah, this. <laughs> I, 
well, you know, I'm sure there'll be someone out there who listened. Yeah. I, you know, because here's the thing. I've been listening to what we're going to talk about next uh-huh. a lot. And mm. then I just forgot about everything else. And someone was like, oh, my God, Brooke Hogan. So I just got distracted. Right. I'm sorry, Mandy. Love always. Love always. T. Kyle. T. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but the Charlie's Angels soundtrack, mm. I would say it's probably the biggest drop of this past week. Maybe I not. think so. I think Duo was the like one that was billed as the biggest, most important one of mm-hmm. all the main girls, I guess. But this is like, they're all collected on this soundtrack. Well, not all of them by any means, but a lot of the new girls. Yes, we have the Charlie's Angels original motion picture soundtrack. Now, the thing about this is it means something because the last soundtrack to the 2000... 2001? One? <laughs> Regardless... I was young. That soundtrack really meant a lot to us in our impressionable years, I'd say. And you'd got things like Independent Women, most importantly. Justice Child. So I think there was a little bit of a expectation set for this soundtrack. That part of it, and also the part that Ariana Grande co-executive produced the album. And the sheer roster, the names on this. Miley, Lana, Anita, oh, Normani. Nikki, Kim Petras, Alma, Shaka Khan, actual legend. So when the track list dropped, everyone freaked out because it was just names and names and names. Star-studded. Everyone was shook. But So uh, many angels. So many angels. So little track time. Cameron, Drew, Lucy, we're sorry for whatever this movie is going to be. The media landscape is different. I'm sure that there are little girls that are shaking and crying to see this movie just like we were when we were 20 years less younger than we were now. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, was, we were barely born then. Wow. We were yeah, just... Yeah, we were like 10. Didn't you always just want to be like... A Charlie's Angel? Yeah. Like, I wanted to be the pink Power Ranger. Mm. I wanted to be Carmen Sandiego. And then I was like, mm. I want to be an angel. Okay. I really just want to put on a high heel boot and kick someone. I mean, that checks out with your personality. Thank you. Yeah, like a nice skinny-legged jean with a nice I wanted to be the red boot. Power Ranger. You would. Fucking <laughs> dumbass mask gaze. <laughs> that is like literally the difference between us. You're like, I really want to be the red Power Ranger. Like, what is his animal that he morphs into? Oh, God, I don't remember. No. I'll look it up. So, fake fan. Fake fan. <laughs> I wanted to be the pink one, and I wanted to be a pterodactyl, so. Kimberly, right? I do remember her name, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The red one was like and, a tiger or something. Mask. Yeah, was he Jason? I don't know. Wasn't he in gay porn too? Well, that checks out. But then there's like Billy, who is blue, I think. Yeah. We've digressed. Yeah. Well, who are we talking about? <clears throat> the angels. Oh, past we're talking and about present. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> past and present Charlie's angels. Right. I mean, nothing's going to replace those three for me, obviously. But, you know, also respect to the original, original angels. That's like true legends only. But then we got the fun like millennium version. And now we have the. 2019 version. We have the TikTok. TikTok. TikTok era Charlie's Angels. Of Charlie's Angels. Yes. So why don't we uh, go through this soundtrack? We can do a little quick. Little, yeah, we'll do real rapid fire. Do like first impressions. Yeah, because I don't have many. Okay, the first track is called How It's Done. And it's got Kim, Petrus, Cashdoll, Alma, and Stefan Don. I don't mind this one. I do. Oh, really? You don't like it? It's fine. I think it's a little uh, too many cooks in the kitchen. There's a certain point where I just feel like it's kind of like too much thrown together at once that it's not really impressive from anybody. 
And I think it's kind of like it's not a standout for me. Yeah, it's not a standout. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Track two, bad to you. Ariana, Normani, and Nicki Minaj. This originally, I believe, was supposed to be Dua Lipa instead of Normani. Fun fact. I thought Nicki retired. Yeah, she's uh, for about a day. Now she's back. Well, it's still very unclear. She keeps there's plenty of music that was on the way, so it's like, is that rolling out or is she just actively trolling? Well, I don't know. Back to the Billboard Hot 100 number one, which is difficult to get. Not everyone has that. And she's not going to get it with she's this. She's not getting so. it with Bad to You. That's for damn sure. But we sure. stand Normani. We do. We wish that Normani had a bigger moment uh, after motivation than Bad to You. But Well, you know, it's name recognition. She's yeah. out there. We hope this gets the streams, gets the likes for her. <laughs> Maybe it'll go viral on TikTok. Maybe it'll be a TikTok. You know what? Eight That's seconds of now. it. Oh, I know it. It's affecting the charts. It's literally affecting the charts. But you know what? That happened with Vine, too. Like, certain songs would make something a viral hit. That is true. I do have a playlist on my Spotify called Songs from Vine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely happening to TikTok. And speaking of songs and Vine, um, and we just passed Halloween, but I would just like to say that my Dancing Witch Vine with... If I'm dancing, single-handedly did more promo for Glory than all of RCA combined. So, that <laughs> stream and it now. There you have it. And buy Glory on iTunes. There it is. Well, Jax liked it from Vanderpump Rules. What more Taste. evidence do you need? Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so bad to you is bad to me. And <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. It's not one of my faves. Nope. Then we have. Don't call me fucking angel. Bob. Don't call me Angel is a fucking Bob. I don't care what all the gays are saying on Twitter that mm-hmm. hate it. It is so good. Lana's part is so good. We stand Miley. I love it. I don't know why it flopped. Then again, I just started this podcast by standing Brooke Hogan. So maybe I'm not the gauge of taste. Yeah. But I enjoy this song a lot. Yep. And then we have. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like Lana's part. And I like all three participants in the song. Is there an angel emoji? Yes. Okay, tweet me an angel emoji if you agree that this is a bob. Thank you. Thank you. So then I can screen and cap also it and buy text the song on Brad. iTunes if you like it so much since it's flopping. Right? Isn't it like number like four hundred and seventy-three? It's literally, it went right down. <laughs> That's such a shame. It is. Ugh. I love it. Well, it's just being held up by your streams alone. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine. Anyway. Um, Next track is, I think, my favorite yes. track. Okay, we're on the same page. It's called Eyes Off You with Keanu... Oh, wait, I don't want to sound like an idiot when I say that. Arlissa. With M22, Arlissa, and Kiana. This summer bop, very, like, high-go, summer pool side tits yes. out. Listener Kelly said that this could be Rihanna or Dua also, like, vocally. This could oh. have been a great song for them. I, I could to totally... Agree see rihanna doing this i wish i hope rihanna's listening to this podcast and also to eyes off you on the charlie's angel soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) she's making some calls and saying i want to do that we'll get to rihanna in another episode yeah we need to but this one is i would say my um yes this is my favorite one on the album mine as well minus which we'll get into the next song which is bad girls the giga mesh remix i mean I think it's a f- fine remix. Yeah, I think it's a good remix. Yeah. It's modern. And I already love the song, so that's just like, yeah, I'll take it. It's fun. Yeah. If they're trying to update it for the new generation, sure. Um, then we get into Nobody with 
It's not going to change the world. Ariana and Shaka Khan, who in who unintentionally made the song more popular than it was ever going to be by doing an interview. And when asked for a hint about the song by the very excited host, thinking she would say anything like PR stunt, like, oh, it's going to be great. She was like, well, (laughs) (laughs) it's so good. I will insert the audio here. It's cute. It's great. It's not going to change the world. We just heard about your collaboration with Ariana Grande. uh, Speaking of powerful women, what can you tell us about the song? Can you give us a song? It's a cute song. What's it about? It's a song about Charlie's Angels. It's, It's, you know, it's, the song is not, it's not going to change the world, okay? <laughs> it's a good song in the movie. Then she moves right into promoting her next project, which is the such a sign. You know, Shaka Khan's a legend. And legends of that stature throw, much like Aretha, the shade that they throw is expert. And it's so... Oh. She didn't lie. She didn't lie. This song will not change the world. My world has not changed. Mm-mm, mine is firmly in place, but... I still just God bless the song for existing. So we get that. Yeah. Cause she's a now cute girl. I think we'll probably have to snip that part and say the song's not going to change the world to a million songs. That's going to happen like on Twitter. They're going to snip that part. Oh, all the stands right. are going to reply to it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Shaka for that meme. And that's what we're going to say about that song. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Pantera by Anita, who uh, I openly stand for. This is a fine Anita song. It's fun and festive. It's not nearly the best she's done. It's uh, no Paraginha or anything that's a little more catchy, I'd say. This is fine. Yeah, I agree. It's fine. (laughs) So that's what we say about that song. Good. This is where I feel like the soundtrack takes a dip. Oh, just here? (laughs) Yes. Actually, the next three songs... Yeah, so the next song is surprisingly an Ariana Grande solo. It's called How I Look On You. Here's what I have to say about that song. I will spend my entire life defending Lana to the death and saying that all of her songs sound different. Every studio album, whenever she gets criticism that her music sounds the same, every Ariana Grande song sounds the same to me, and I cannot fucking stand it. Like, since seven rings and that whole era, like, everything's like a mid-tempo, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) I just, and this is no exception. This feels like perfectly run of the mill Ariana. Yeah. That's why I like Don't Call Me Angel. Why? Because it's not that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. This was clearly a discard from the last album sessions. It has to be. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a B side. So, speaking of the letter B, (laughs) look at that transition. Speaking of iconic albums, the next song is called Blackout. Actually, I don't mind this one. I don't actually either. It is by... It's kind of good. It's by uh, Danielle Bradbury, who actually won The Voice several seasons ago. Season four, I think. At a certain point, I knew The Voice contestants. It's crazy. I mean, that's four seasons a year. How can you even keep up? I know. But when we were writing about all of them, it's crazy that none of the winners, this is a whole sidetrack, have any success. Almost none of them. Because the shows aren't made, like they're, yeah, they're not made for the judges, not for the. Winners. They're made for the judges, and they're made to be ratings grabs, and they don't actually yeah. invest in the winners like they used to. That's true. Like season one, American Idol, when Kelly won, she got a record contract and a full blown era promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't make them like that anymore. They don't. They're just like, oh, 
congratulations to we're gonna rt your new single yeah that's what you win (laughs) good good job debbie um tomorrow night on the season premiere of season 84 it's like that's literally how it is oh yeah no absolutely and they turn it out at this point it's like a slight popularity boost for your already like promoted career that you're doing this is like a new thing you can add to your bio yeah it's so kind of like us starting this podcast oh (laughs) you know really unique there's no (laughs) podcast ever done before that's true that's really true (laughs) basically the point is that it's very oversaturated good thing that we make a difference and stand out we do got our own much like the next song called (laughs) got our own by Ariana Grande and Victoria Monet, which every Ariana, Ariana Grande song sounds the same to me. Yeah, I was going to say that it sounds the same as the other ones. I refuse to be told otherwise. It's just like a meh, mid-tempo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love a yeah. I love a yeah. I'm less into yeah, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> we just did three yeah. different yeahs. <laughs> ma, 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 uh, yeah. It's just a... Uh, yeah, I'm not. No. Well, I think she needs a little break. I think she needs. She's toured forever. We already discussed the trauma she's gone through. She deserves a break. She deserves a I break. Would say. Let yourself kind of explore some new sounds and like relax. That's what I gotta say. Well, what I have to say is that the next track, which is the final track, is a fucking tit shaking <laughs> bop. The Charlie's Angels theme, the Black Caviar remix. I was strutting my gay ass through the park. Mm-hmm. It is such a good mix. I'll always take a remix of a great theme song. Already. Right? Yeah. It is such a good mix of the original theme song. I'll give you that. So when all is said and done, I like Eyes Off You, Bad Girls because I already like it, the Charlie's Angel theme because I already like it. Um, so, I okay, stand Don't Call Me Angel, Eyes Off You, and the theme song. Yeah. So that's about a... Three out of 11 ratio. Also, the theme song remix reminds me of the Giorgio Moroder, Tom Steiner, Tom Steiner remix that he did this year. Okay. Like you can sing the Tom Steiner remix to the song, which I may or may not have been doing on my walk. Fair point. Mm-hmm. Try it at <clears> home. <throat> so just as I tweeted, I kind of feel like this album was, well, I'll just read the tweet, a successful experiment in doing the least with the most capable roster. I just feel like you had all these names and we like three out of 11 songs individually. Yeah, the legend wasn't really there. No, I think the legend took the check. Oh, well. Well. She's got a point. She is. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I didn't, and it's nothing against Ariana. I just feel like this was thoroughly um, afterthought. Very besides discards outtakes, except for that one song that we love. Because two of them are remixes, so it's like, okay. True. You know. It's an EP. Oh, it could have been a better EP. It's a TikTok EP. <laughs> and doesn't that sum up the state of things right yeah, now? Yeah, I mean, honestly. We'll just hold out that Normani is really, you know, saving up the big guns for herself. Oh, for her debut album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do we know when that's happening? No. Ugh. We need a motivation follow-up fast, though. Well, whenever it happens, I will be there. Yeah. Oh, I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> when you feel it alone <laughs> you know in addition to uh new music there are also some new experiences joining the literal experience oh yep that's <laughs> in las true. vegas that's right we're going back to the desert yes we well are we 
We um, will. Well, There's some combination of these girls that we need to see. I don't want to get on a plane and travel across the earth. It's just a long trip. It's anyway, five hours. Anyway. <laughs> it's seven. Seven on the way back because of the wind. No, it's seven on the way there and then five on the way back. Is it? Yeah. Oh. It's the way the earth turns. Make the world move. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, another one of our legends is setting up shop mm-hmm. in the... Zappos, Zappos Theater. Not sponsored. What was it back when we went? Axios. Oh, the Axis Theater. What was it sponsored by? I don't even know. All I remember is the guy with the mohawk that said peace of me on yeah. it. Yeah. He's, he's say, stenciling invincible across his <laughs> mohawk right now. That's right. Kelly Justice Clarkson. for glam. Justice for Kelly Clarkson is launching a residency called Invincible beginning in April of 2020. And there's about 16 dates so far, I would say. I, hmm. I, not, I would say there are 16 dates. Yeah, spread out from April to like August, which makes me think the voice is probably still in her slot somewhere there. And the Kelly Clarkson show, I think, unless it She's doesn't She's really having a year. She is. Arguably, it's maybe too much because not, I don't know. If she can handle it, that's cool. But it seems like. To, like she hosts these like billboard shows and stuff now like yeah is she is a yeah. um multi-talented legend she is she can do all things and she's really becoming a talk show queen yeah it's doing incredible the numbers are i think they said the best in seven years for a debut talk show ellen isn't shaking yet but i see her eyeing ellen's spot for real mm-hmm. because well, the show has a a healthy mix of heart and humor it does and i didn't even and, Not sponsored, but I really do think it does. And a good mix of legend and Mua's. Legend and flop. Uh, Mua's, yeah. yeah and Manny also, Mua was on it. Oh my God, Manny Mua was on it. Um, I watch all the little clips that they throw out after, and she also makes it incredibly easy to access because you can watch it on the Instagram and like I'll just scroll through and watch the whole... On the YouTube, uh, IGTV and the YouTubes. <laughs> and I got to say, there's a lot of those heartfelt stories, and they really do. They I I get affected like she goes she's gone to homeless shelters she's spotlighted kids joining like anti-bullying groups and she's done diversity um segments about like interracial adoption and stuff and it's like okay this is really like she does a good job of blending local life with celebrity life Mm because it's really not too focused on the celebs no when they come around i get the impression that they're like breathing easy because kelly's really relatable and fun to talk to Kelly's not going to do a got you moment. Of like, no, not at if all. If they want to expose something, they've set it up with her beforehand. Like Sharon Osbourne like talked about her plastic surgery and that was like a very candid and funny moment. Right. She's like, not trying to bait for no, headlines. She's no. trying to have just real normal conversations, which yeah. I find really enjoyable. Yeah. I find the spark of it is like, oh, I'm with Kelly Clarkson for a lot of them. Like they stand for her. They tell her that behind these hazel hazel eyes has gotten them through something like some of them flat out just start standing well as they should they should exactly but then she's also just equally as interested in all the people that she sits with that's true like she really does genuine excitement love talking to people she does and i think that shows it's the kind of difference between watch watch her do an interview and check out her excitement when she finds out something new about somebody versus ellen who i mean Ellen's a pioneer and a legend, but you can tell that she has done this for however long that show's gone on. You can just tell that she is pretty half-checked out. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, I feel like. 
I just, she has so many bigger fish to fry. She's got that production company and a million shows coming out. So I feel like this is like fine. I do love Ellen despite, you know, recent problematic behavior. I mean, she really did pave away. Yeah. But I do think Kelly is doing something interesting. The question I have is like, is this something that she sustains and does she actually want to keep doing this? Cause like she could really make it the thing that she does. And I think if she can make it work with her schedule, it's like, why not? Yeah. Because the way that she incorporates music now. And we didn't even talk about the best part, which is the karaoke. Yeah. Every single day she performs a new song. Every day. And, it, and she's really been doing some gay rights lately. She's been. Yeah. It's from Britney to Whitney to. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Ugh. Like I've stand since day one, Kelly. Like I voted for her on a thing. This thing called called a telephone and you had to like hit the buttons. Right. You actually press the buttons to vote. Uh, yeah. There was actual buttons. Do it online. And. <laughs> Then she sang stuff like that there, and my gay ass just completely flipped. Mm-hmm. Anyway. R-E-S-P-C-T. Oh, I have so it on good. my Zoom still. <laughs> my oh fucking Zoom. so fucking legendary. Um, American Idol season one, deep dive coming soon. Honestly. Um, and also to her Hocus Pocus one, like I've heard her saying a lot of things. Mm. She really fucking said, like that yeah. was... She fucking sang that song. A lot of times she's clearly having fun singing and like not trying too hard. And that's what's even more insane is because she's still like belting like crazy. Right. But other times she, she snaps. And she does she snap really, sometimes. The vocals are just next level. It's so funny though, because you can see her just kind of be like, yeah, sure. I'll give you a high note here. But then sometimes she accidentally tries and then you're like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm curious to see if we'll get new music with the Vegas thing because it yeah. doesn't seem like that's what happens with the girls. I know it doesn't. It's surprising, but you know, maybe we'll get a Pretty Girls that happened to our fave when she went to Vegas. Yep, yep, that'll sell it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what people are speculating though? Another legend on the scene, and they have talked about it is Christina to do something with her because at mean, one like, point one of them said that they would go on like sing with her that they would sing with her in vegas one time Ooh! so i feel like they could actually make that happen maybe if one of them wants i to. would stand a collegians and legendina song right because they're in my holy trinity of faves it would completely blow your ears out like it would it would be so loud but i'm in ready a great for it way. I want it to be like You Thought Wrong Part 2 for all the <gasps> thankful lovers out there. Or just do You Thought Wrong and call into my regret for the love of God. Can we add them and be like, act Honestly, like Kelly Clarkson TV, You Thought Wrong featuring Christina Aguilera next week. Thank Honestly, you. it would be perfect for both of them, honestly. Ugh, we can. Wow, dream. that is a concept. Yeah. My God, Christina just like dropping from the sky. They could do a Christmas song together because they both have Christmas albums. That's true. Which are difficult to get. Not everyone has Not that. Not everyone has that. Speaking. My mind is just like the things I'm thinking of. I Honestly, I your mind. To, I have to have a seat. I'm already sitting. <laughs> I have to take you, a breath. You need to lay down. <laughs> Speaking of laying down, another legend got on Instagram laying down in her bed and made a very special announcement in oh. a very iconic way i would say you know meryl streep is shaking yes this is uh as far as acting jobs go it's very clear that we have a legend in our midst Mm -hmm. she might get that uh oscar instead of j-lo that's that is true (laughs) they'll be nominated in the same category this is of course we're talking about mariah carey uh now dubbed the queen of christmas uh goes to bed in her 80s glam metal rocker look that she wore during heidi klum's halloween party it says 11.59 on her phone, and at 12, 
she gets a call from Santa. It's time. We love an actress. <laughs> we really do. It's time. Is it time yet, though? It's not time. It's not time for me yet. I don't really think it's time. And I'm actually surprised that she thought, thought it's time. The only thing I can think of is she dropped the unreleased video footage of All I Want for Christmas is You. And then they did the details of the deluxe anniversary package. Is this the lead time that they need for that number one? Probably. So I'm like, okay, I trust. But also sometimes Christmas albums do come out in October. Oh, for sure. So speaking of like Collegend, hers came out in October, wrapped in red. Absolutely. And it's still like it increased every week, which, you know, rarely that ever happens. But like as it got closer to Christmas, it was like becoming bigger. Yeah. I'm also a liar. I definitely Instagrammed um, on Halloween. I was like me at 1201 with a vine of me listening to Underneath the Tree. (laughs) That was definitely for content. Also, I was bored. Well, thank you for getting candid on this podcast about that creative (laughs) journey in your mind. (laughs) So, yes, according to Mariah, it is Christmas time officially. So get your streams up. We are getting her this number one. It has never been number one, despite how many times you've heard it. All I want for Christmas is you. I believe last year was the greatest peak at um, number 10, I want to say, or nine. It didn't go number one, though. You know, life is too short to not have this song go to number one. (laughs) And we just give her what she wants. It's the 25th anniversary of Merry Christmas. Is it too much for you to make Mariah happy? No. It's what we need to do. She really is like an actress in these Instagram videos. Oh, 100%. It also reminds me of the one that she... This is before she was doing skits. But do you remember the year that it blizzarded? That's not a word. No, that's fine. When there was a blizzard in like February or March or something. And she made whoever it was redecorate her apartment for Christmas. And she made that video of her listening to her own music. And just because it was snowing, she was like, we're going to have a Christmas. Right. Because that was the year it was like 50 degrees on Christmas or something. Uh You know, climate change like i said this is not a climate change podcast but this is because you all buy plastic christmas trees that's exactly why yeah but throw anyway. out your angel costume <laughs> don't call you angel yeah <laughs> call a recycling facility you bitch no you support local farmers and you buy a real christmas tree oh anyway just... my point was that she is an actress and she's iconic Right. So <laughs> that is the point of the Mariah Carey segment of the show. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have to just wait and the see. The Mariah moment. It's, oh, it is a moment, darling. And we're going to see if she gets that number one. I'll put uh, All I Want for Christmas is You on a playlist mm-hmm. 500 times on my laptop and I'll just hit play and leave it overnight. Do you remember? Have you ever done that? Oh, I did. Stan's yeah. during do that. Yeah. During the, the truly Stan driven days, I absolutely streamed mm-hmm. all night and stuff. Not stream though. It was like um, or you'd make a YouTube playlist like a YouTube of the same playlist. video over and over. Yeah, I'm trying what to think. Did I do that for what was I doing that for? Because back in our day, it wasn't like that necessarily counted. Right, back in our day, people actually bought music. Well, we yeah, we hobbled out to the local CD shop and we said, "Do you have anticipating?" And they said, "No, it's only in France." <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of. A legend who sings anticipating and other songs. There's another, yet another experience <laughs> <other> coming. <laughs> Imagine describing Britney Spears as singer yeah. of anticipating and other songs. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. 
Uh, Brittany Jean Spears has a fan experience called The Zone launching. It officially launched on November 1st. Yeah. The ticket sales did. And it like soft launched soft on launch. Instagram. Yeah. There was like teasers. Yeah. It took Brittany a full 48 hours mm-hmm. to, to even acknowledge, acknowledge which it. I'm shocked that she acknowledged, but I'm happy she did because that sort of affirms that she is involved in some way. Perhaps. <sighs> Sorry. I, I just. It could have been like a really fun tie in with domination or whatever, just to be like, because at this point, Legacy artists, we've talked about this a lot. It's a lot of celebrating the greatest hits and stuff. And that's what this experience looks like. You've got the baby lockers. Yeah. Um, well, to explain we'll for that. everyone, if you haven't seen it, because like no one's following the accounts because <laughs> right, they didn't true. really do a good job of marketing it, in my personal opinion. <laughs> right, 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 right. It is a pop-up retail experience in Los Angeles that you have to buy tickets for mm-hmm. and it lets you go in through these different rooms that are inspired by yes music all of the iconic music videos like Toxic Oops I Did It Again Piece of Me yeah and Baby One More Time right and you can see in the renderings you've got like the baby lockers you've got the astronaut for Oops the Piece of Me LED wall the LED wall and the airplane that looks absolutely nothing like the, the airplane, airplane toxic is a stretch. It's almost more like the Japanese commercial for the candy that she did. Yes. It's kind of more closer to that. Um, they even launched a, I don't know if it's Snapchat or Instagram filter. And I saw that you can wear the toxic hat, the, the stewardess hat. Um, Can't wait to wear that. My favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one yet, but um, yeah, I, I'm torn about it because I think it would have been a really fun, cute, funky idea if she was in action and she was on a stage and performing. Like some of her fans feel that they're cashing in on her already. So to then launch a fan experience for money, cashing in on her is kind of, in my opinion, an awkward look at this stage of her career. Had she been in action and like actively performing and promoting Right. I think this would have been fine. But now it's just awkward because it's like the vast majority, I think, of the fan base at least agrees that she needs some time at the very least. We kind of all agree for whatever's happening. And uh, so to be like, hey, take a picture with the toxic whatever is like. Yeah, uh, I felt the same way. It was like because when we went to Planet Hollywood back in the day, they had all the outfits and stuff in the hallway. So I do agree. Like, I think this could have been cool as an, like a, it's like an extension, an extra extension of a residency or something. But yeah, I was like, are we not reading the room? That's what I said. Read the room. The fan base is basically split right now. There's a civil war happening, a small faction, literally a civil war happening between the stands. There's, it just doesn't feel to me, and I've said this before in our episode where we talked about Free Britney on the Britney podcast mm-hmm. that we just recently did. I personally don't feel like Britney wants to be Britney Spears, the pop star right now. So mm-hmm. the delay in her even acknowledging the experience right. was also kind of telling. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't know if I'm excited about this because... yeah. I feel bad because there were actually quite a few people who tagged us in it and to be like, are you excited to go? And I'm like, no, I just, yeah. Yeah. Just be like, I, even if she was promoting, I don't actually want to, I probably would, but I don't really want to pay money to take a picture next to a plastic astronaut. That's the other thing. Cause it's wasteful for the environment. Well, 
before we say that, it is sixty four fifty yeah to get a ticket to go into this experience to then go buy more stuff. Yeah. So I am just like, I don't know. It just feels like such an obvious cash grab. Yeah. I just have to laugh because I don't know if I even want to talk about like the I hypocrisy. Mean, it is the hypocrisy of standum. They're like yelling about her team, but also going to pay their team. Right. Like, okay. Do what makes you happy. I. It just feels, <sighs> I don't know. It just doesn't feel, it's not the right place. It's not the right time. For me, that's how I feel. I don't feel like good about going no. to a fan experience for somebody who seemingly doesn't seem to be wanting to be a pop star right now, doesn't seem to be actively promoting her work, really. Like, it doesn't really feel right to me. If she's gung-ho about it and she's, like, making videos and stuff and going to it, then I'll probably feel better, but, yeah. you know. My opinion will change, obviously. Of course. If she attends or if there's, you know, videos of her going through the experience or, like, yeah, yeah. playing around in the different I just wish settings it would feel stuff. better. You know, it's, yeah, it's just we're in such a awkward position because... It feels like a Madame Tussauds experience. Oh, that's what I thought. Is like a it's like a a museum, a Ripley's, believe it or not, a Madame Literally Tussauds, a Ripley's, believe it or not. Sta- yeah, exactly. So, do you believe? Um, <laughs> <laughs> believe the new fragrance. My God. Um. So I'm on the fence about it. I'm very happy for the fans who are going and want to get the pictures and stuff. But. Yeah, a lot. I think a lot of people are excited. I do yeah. see a lot of people that I follow that are buying tickets and they live in California. So they don't have to buy a plane ticket and a hotel like everyone else would have to. (laughs) Um, That's the other thing too. It's like so expensive to literally travel across the country to then go pay to then buy things. And it just feels weird. I don't know. It's just also the graphics are so bad. Can I just say it on the Instagram? It's so tacky looking. Is it? Do you agree? I, 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 it's I'm not, not saying they should have consulted me. I'm no, just saying but, that, no, like... Well, first of all, they should have. But number two, it's not typography that I associate with her. I would say that. Like, I don't... The, true. The iconography and the typography, if we're getting, like, graphic design like, I don't see that and think her immediately. They've created a new language, a visual language yes, for her. they've created new graphics. Yes. There's nothing... When really, sort of like we did with the Britney podcast to have that cover to i don't know if we okay you you see the familiar details of her albums and you think of her versus creating a whole new thing yeah but also because it's called in the zone i was kind of like oh they should have used the little literally use the right like use the logo from in the zone (laughs) use the color blue right there oh the blue oh totally it's the details it's the the it drives me fucking nuts but you know it's fine you know what? I hope everyone has a good time. So to all the fans who think that I'm in with Britney's team right, and yeah. that I'm working for them and getting paid off by them, Enjoy I'm clearly spending. not because I would never put a disgusting tacky logo like that <laughs> out for a legend. So Just enjoy saying. paying for a ticket, then coming back to Twitter to yell at us <laughs> for being paid by her team. I would. Oh, my gosh. And those freaking I, the vector graphics I <laughs> with the. Like, oh my God, one of the things you never do, like in graphic design. Um, We're just going to let that lie there. You don't use outer glow to make <laughs> something look chic. It doesn't even look like a real, like. You do what you can. And you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, at the other side of this, I don't blame them for feeling the need to keep her relevant because she is not doing it herself. 
But then take the hint. If she doesn't want to be relevant, exactly. don't make her relevant. Exactly. She said, leave me alone. She said, give me space. Mm-hmm. She didn't even acknowledge the birthday of Blackout, which is her best album, some would say. She didn't acknowledge the LPs that are, that right? Yeah, LP. she's never acknowledged the LPs that She's not out even on acknowledging Urban. the vinyls. <clears throat> she could not give a flying <laughs> fuck about being a pop star right now, and it is fine. It's okay. I'm more than fine with it. I would love I'm her, ready to for her to just chill get, out. Yeah. When she gets the itch and wants to start doing it again, then I'm all in for it. She does not care. She doesn't want to be a pop star right yep. now. Well, we're paid off in telling her to not be a pop star. That's how it's working oh right now. God. <laughs> I'm following her lead. Exactly. Because you know what will happen? What? Is what happened in the past when she did the M&M's tour. Yeah. She was rebelling yep. and she was itching to get back and do music yep. and perform again. Exactly. And she was running around LA and she was putting together demos and songs and putting together all the samples exactly. for Blackout. We know what the spark looks like in we her. We know we what the spark do. looks like. We know what the rebellion looks like and we know what the spark looks like. And it is not right now. There's no hints of it. Mm-mm. So I'm just like, I don't want to go to this plastic pop-up shop. No, not at this moment. Recycle it. <laughs> Please. Although that piece of me LED wall is like That's kind of cool. That'll be for good for... But the, the worst part is that we're going to have this whole segment and then it's going to be uh, pictures of us at the experience and people just like playing this audio during a slideshow of pictures of us at the experience. Listen, <laughs> there are three things happening on the other side of the country. The X experience, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Invincible, and this plastic pop-up shop mm-hmm. with... A plane that doesn't even look like the plane in the actual toxic music video. If I wanted to be in the toxic music video, I would go to my closet over there and I would pop out my green screen and I would stand in front of it and I would take a video of myself and I would Photoshop myself in like I did for Scream and Shout. Shout. I don't need to buy a plane ticket to do that. No, you don't. And I'm surprised you haven't done that. How much have we spent? Give it time. Oh, hundreds. The disrespect. You couldn't even make it tour the world. far too much. Pop it up over down on Barrack Street somewhere. True. Local pop-ups. Dive bar on the east side. Where you at? Yeah. Pop it up around the world. Pop it up. Rock the spots, ladies. All around the world. Pop-up shops. <laughs> Honestly, that's probably the only way I would go is if it was in New York. I mean, if it was next door, we would go. Yeah. But like... If I'm going to I'm California schlep. next year, it's to see Experience or right, Invincible. Right, right, right. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Know what else I'm doing in 2020? Voting. So there's priorities. Yep. I mean, that only requires one day to be here, but. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, can't go to experience. I'm voting. (laughs) Which is literally like after all of these things are done. (laughs) Like Kelly's ending in September. Right. It's over already. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Shit, I just called her Xtuba. Wait, I would just like to clarify that because I don't want to edit it out. I call Christina Xtuba because of the note. Wait, I explained this, didn't I? I think you did, but you know, we've the got new, new listeners. The note in Ain't No Other Man, mm-hmm. where she just belts out. Yep. It's a compliment. Don't come for me. Tuba-esque. Yes. The noise. Ex-Tina, ex-Tuba. Yeah. Legend Tina. Legend of vocals. Legend Tina. Mm-hmm. Godulera. Yeah. So I think that's where we're well, at. See you, the, at the, see you in the zone. See you in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even say, are you ready to get in the zone? Not yet. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Can you, I'm not looking at you like that. I'm, I'm looking at my reaction to the Instagram and the graphics was just like the audacity 
as Ramona Singer would say. I can tell you're heated. (laughs) Well, when they come to you because they pay us so handsomely to redo this. They're never going to come to me. Like, (laughs) let's give it up delicious. I mean, it's not happening. Someday you'll understand. Yes. Someday. I was thinking of someday the other day. I was walking through the park and the trees were shedding the leaves. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yeah, that's... Do you guys think of someday when you see leaves falling on the ground? I think of autumn goodbye, but also someday. Oh, yeah. I think of the part where she turns in the wind and she's holding her tits and she's like... What? Who's that? And the wind blows. Oh, my baby. Yeah. (laughs) Are we tackling this last subject? Oh, I don't know. Do we need to address the girls? Do we need to scold the tweens? I do enjoy dragging twinks often. Dragging? (laughs) Well... You know what? I'm enjoying almost being a twink again. Right. Skinny legend. My glory era is incoming. (laughs) So another um, legend, Charlie. You know what? (laughs) We'll say Charlie XCX to the new generation is honestly very important. I know. I was joking. I do enjoy. She honestly, like the way... Some of the baby Good gays morning, go Charlie. for her. Oh my God. Yeah. Why wasn't she involved? Charlie's angel. She could have done something. Well, well, there's a concept. There's a concept there. Uh, um, but we're talking specifically about her fans in this instance who have continuously gone viral for the increasingly disturbing items they've brought to meet and greets. So there is a Charlie fan. His name is Peter. His at is at ratdad666 because... That's what the teens do these days. Yeah. They use Avies and SpongeBob photos and weird ats, and they just bully you anonymously yeah, and, and call you a clown. You kill yourself. Oh, yeah. a lot of clown emoji, and yes. you're being paid off, sweetie. Um, yeah, can't relate. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> our generation uses our actual names and photographs, um, <laughs> so we can't get away with bullying anyone. And we also need it for our eyes to more clearly see the screen, so yes. we know that's our avatar. Mm-hmm. So he went to a meet and greet and he asked Charlie to pose with a necklace that contained his mother's ashes Mm -hmm. in them. Yeah. I didn't think the ashes was bad. No, because there's something like it could actually even have been meaningful if it was meaningful to him. Um, I think there's a lot of people who do wear jewelry and things like that. And it is very meaningful to them. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that that was weird or yeah. whatever. And this went viral yes. on Twitter. Yeah. And it sparked um, some copycats, would you say? Yes, I would say that. Because even before him, she posed with poppers. And poppers went viral because she said, gay rights. And she held up poppers. Yeah. And signed them. And signed them. And that was sort of like the inciting incident. And then it was this the ashes and then it took another turn yeah it went up and then down <laughs> it sure went down. uh down and in <laughs> there was a gay who <laughs> made charlie sign an anal douche ah yes an anal douche now here's the problem well she tweeted she tweeted it was misleading because she first tweeted have some respect Amid a series, actually, it was one specific article saying her queer fans need to do better. Mm-hmm. 
And then she tweeted again after everyone's like, see, you need to be nicer to Charlie. Stop doing this. She tweeted again with a lengthy note being like, it's fine. I'm not a damsel in distress. Stop writing fake woke articles claiming that I'm bothered by this, which I just feel like just as far as human to human contact, I wouldn't um, do that to somebody that I allegedly respected and revered. I get that she has a really funny sense of humor. She's really on our level as far as like relatable and all that stuff. Right. And she gets the jokes and, but she doesn't know you. And this goes back to like, you know, my meet and greet experience with Brittany. Like you come into it with a human being who does not know you at all, even though, you know, in her entire life, whatever that you think you know of her, like, it's just kind of weird in my opinion. If there was a funny thing attached to it, like, if she had a song about a douche or something, it would make more sense. It's just like, it almost feels like the gays are one upping each other to try and get um, a viral hit tweet to right. like, be funny about gay life. And it's like using her as a prop. But at the same time, if she's really cool with it, then it doesn't matter. And she says she's cool with it. So we have to accept her words for it. Yeah. It seems like she does have a sense of humor. About totally. It. I just can't stop thinking like, could you imagine someone doing this to share? Well, that's what I keep like, She's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you put that thing up your ass. God damn it. Just... Well, the thing wouldn't even make it to share. It wouldn't make it to Brittany, to Janet. It wouldn't no, even... I mean, the fans can barely even get to yeah, Brittany. You get the, the pat little... down. You get the talk. You get the like spiel because that's valuable property. That's a legend. And so, it's also a human. It's a human being. That's the... I'm a human being. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you catch that reference? I, I did catch the reference. Okay. And it's tea. That's just all I thought was someone going to share with an anal douche. And mm-hmm. what would share say? I guess she- we're about to find out. <laughs> yeah. Let's go get a meet and greet. At this rate. <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't just, know. It's just like, okay. I just feel like human to human respect. Right. For another, for a woman especially. I'm I'm like, please, it's just kind of, I don't know. The audacity. I would, I'm going to get a meet and greet ticket and I'm going to bring a copy of Glory to every and artist so I can great. go viral and then yeah. everyone's gonna be like what album is that yeah <laughs> and not retweet it <laughs> it's the new do it for the vine yeah it's just is now do it for the, the viral tweet or tiktok it's like do as you will but just consider that she's a stranger to you right so. and this is why avril lavigne stands eight feet away from people as she greets. should <laughs> remember when that became a meme yeah and now i'm like I kind of understand. Oh, I totally get it. I understand why me, so many artists have canceled meet and greets or just stopped doing them. Like Justin did them. And then that was a whole circus. He stopped that. Uh, the, I never want to meet Brittany ever. I didn't want to meet her, even though people like, you know, we can revisit the 2015 episode if you'd like to hear about that. And I'm very grateful for the experience. But you had I, a good experience. I had a good experience because I know what happens, which is sort of like you you realize that they are human in your face, and it's yeah, very and she's like scared of you. And she's scared of you. You made her laugh though. I did make her laugh. You can hear about it in the 2015 yeah. episode. So that's kind of iconic. I just think that's a lot of pressure to put on the artist to take on that baggage, and they've got their own baggage. You know, moral of the story. Moral of the story: Don't meet your don't meet your idols. Keep your douche in your ass. Keep your douche in your and ass. And not at your meet and greet. So. I'm trying to think if I've had any bad experience. I don't think I have. Like meet and greets or just yeah. celebrity in general? Um, we had a good one with Kelly. We had a good one with Kelly. I was just thinking of that. Mm-hmm. That's why we stand her. That's why we stand. And all of them who endure that. And Charlie does it for free for, to just like. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I didn't know it was free. Yeah. I... Well, it won't be for much longer. <laughs> well. It's been an interesting mix of new girls. New girls. And our <laughs> legendary faves resurfacing. Past and present. Legacy acts and up and comers. Yeah. Future legacy acts. Hopefully. Maybe. some. Hopefully. If they, they can aspire to that, not all will achieve. But we like to leave room for future legends. Mm-hmm. We like to be optimistic. Yeah. That's a big part of Legends Only. We're talking about the actual legends, but also the potential legends. Mm -hmm. So if you'd like to keep up with us further, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at legendsonly underscore pod. I really like somebody left a comment on Kyle's Instagram suggesting that the fan name should be the Legends Only Fans. That was such a good comment. Yes. Thank you to Reality Guy on Instagram. Yes. Great recommendation. The Legends kind of, Only fans. It really does suit. Right? Like, that's really funny. Mm-hmm. It kind of is perfect. Yeah. And of course, we'll be launching our own shortly after the launch of this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta pay for the hosting somehow. That's right. Oh, God. Okay. So fo- for now, you can follow us at Legends Only underscore pod mm-hmm. on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us individually. I am at MewMuse, M-U-U-M-U-S-E. And I am T. Kyle Mack on Twitter and T.Kyle on Instagram. And we are on Spotify, Legends Only Podcast. You can follow our accounts. We are on there as like a podcast, but we're also on there as a profile. And that's where you'll be able to find our playlists. We have our Halloween playlist and... Some people recommended some weekly playlists or yeah, we like might a, put together the songs that we talked about. Or yeah. Like that. We might put together one that's might get crazy. We get add to it every single week with like things a new that we music mentioned. legends only. Oh, new sings, new sings. <laughs> we'll come up with some kind of <laughs> name for it. The Thanksgiving EP that I'm so excited. Right, which you've been promoting eight, for since the beginning of this podcast. I already have my list ready to go. I have yes. eight options. Okay. I can't wait. Well, I'll get on that. <laughs> Great. So until then, we will see you soon. Soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.